everybody, and welcome to episode 57 of Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. Glad to have you with us. And as it has been for quite some time, Mr. Cash is there through computer land. Hey, over there. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Not a whole heck of a lot. What's going on with you? It's living the dream, baby, doing rock star stuff. You know, me. rock star stuff. Dare I even ask what rock star stuff is? I'd be happy to tell you. I get up about five, five fifteen every morning and go to work. Actually, it was kind of sunny today when I went to work. It freaked me <laughs> out a little bit. I thought I was running late, but it was that daylight savings time. But that's what I mean by rock star stuff. Rock star stuff. Wake it up at that early early hour to go paint stuff. All right. Well, good for you. Can you believe that we are on episode 57? I really, it's it's kind of hard for my brain to believe that. I guess we probably should have at episode 52, like restarted and said, now we're on season two, but hey, I'm just going with it. We're just keeping it going because I don't know. It just is. It's fine. Whatever. Welcome. How you doing? Stick around. 52 more episodes coming your way. <laughs> exactly. We are currently in the midst of this uh, five love languages concept. And dare I even ask, did you do your assessments this week? Um, yes, I did. <laughs> did you really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I do not believe you. <laughs> You're making a face that makes me think, no, he probably didn't. Okay, one of these days, one of these days, it's going to happen. I'm going to say, hey, Randy, did you take your assessments? And you're going to say, why, yes, I did. Let me give you my results. It's going to be an amazing day. I, I see it happening. I see it. I do as well. <laughs> In the very, very, very not too distant future. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, so that being said, we are officially on gifts as a way to show love. And I wanted to give this little tidbit. I think I had mentioned it last week because some people were asking, well, what if I give and receive love in different ways? How will I know? Or is there a way to assess for that? Because my understanding is that the five love languages quiz is actually written from the perspective of how do you best receive love? However, if you take the same quiz, but think about it more how you enjoy giving love, so kind of change the dynamic around in your head, it should give you some results that you can look at and go, oh, okay, so this is how I give, this is how I receive. And if they are different, that will give you the insight that you need to know that maybe you don't give and receive in exactly the same ways. I would also make the argument, though, that in pretty much every relationship, especially one that goes on for a long period of time, all of the love languages play a role at some point. So it's not about trying to get stuck on, well, this is my primary, so this is the only love language that I'm actually going to focus on. And that's the reason in the last few weeks we've been talking about overlap, because all of them can overlap with other languages to make it a bit more of like a rich, full experience. I've been thinking about this all week. How do I receive love? And I still don't know. The only thing that I could come up with is I don't like anyone to like make a fuss or go to any trouble on my account. Mm -hmm. And that's about all I could really come up with. So like the reverse of an act of service kind I of? I think so. Like, yeah. Like just interesting. Do it, you know, just don't go to any trouble. Don't make a fuss. Just it's not necessary for me. I guess that goes down to that lack of self-worth stuff that still lingers on the mm -hmm. inside, you know. But that's mm -hmm. about the best that I could come up with this week. So you make a great point because that's an example of how, you know, when we talk about all of these assessments, 
they overlap as well as the the ways that the assessment results come back. So what you're talking about is how like maybe your attachment styles and your senses of self-worth and, you know, kind of the way you view yourself versus how you view other people shows up in your love language. So it is important to keep that in mind as we continue to talk about it. So when we think about giving gifts, I think this time of year too, we have people that start thinking about like Christmas time and what that's going to look like and, you know, whatever holiday you celebrate during that time of year. And I think a lot of people get wrapped up in the cost of the gift and not so much the thought behind the gift. You know, when we were little kids and we'd be told, oh, it's the thought that counts when your grandma, aunt, whoever gave you a sweater that didn't match anything. It's like, oh, just be grateful. You know, the thought, the thought is what counts, right? So what I would kind of, I don't know, use and turn that around a little bit is that when you are giving a gift, do you give it from your perspective? So let's use that, you know, aunt, grandma scenario. They were making you a sweater because they wanted to make you a sweater. Did they actually stop and think, I wonder what Randy would like? I wonder what would make Randy happy. So from a relationship perspective, that's essentially what I'm asking you to do is I want you to stop and pause and think about things through the other person's lens to sort of ask yourself, I wonder what would make them feel my love through a gift. So the easiest, most simple example I can give you is let's say you're at the grocery store, the gas station after work on your way home or whatever it may be, and you run in to pay. And their favorite candy bar is sitting there on the counter. Get their favorite candy bar for them. That's a way to show I was thinking about you even when you weren't with me. And I know you like it when I give you little gifts that help me you know, or that help you know that you're always on my mind. Now, this is not to say that this is a substitute for maybe larger gifts. But I think when people hear gifts, they automatically get a little bit skittish because they start thinking it's going to cost a whole heck of a lot of money to actually give to someone using gifts and it it doesn't have to be it really doesn't yeah it's like who are you giving the gift for are you giving the gift for you are you giving the gift to to feel better for you or or because you want to show your appreciation to someone and i would say you just got to pay attention to the person's likes and dislikes you know and maybe something that might remind you of that person i bought you this because you know this reminded me me of you. I'll give you a great example. One of the years, I don't know how far back, you got me for Valentine's Day a heart that says on the front, happy Valentine's Day to the person I text the most. (laughs) And I actually kept the top of that heart. It's in a box somewhere because I thought it was really funny and thoughtful and sweet. And it probably didn't cost a whole lot of money, but the thought behind it was funny. And knowing that you're not somebody that sits there and texts all day long, like that's not your thing. I took that as a really cool sign that you recognize that about our relationship and you kind of memorialized it in a really funny gift. And so that's that that's an example of, you know, I I like to give gifts more than I like to receive them. But when someone does something thoughtful like that, it really does mean a lot to me. And it's really not hard to make someone feel loved and appreciated. But if you can put yourself in their shoes and sort of flex that empathy muscle that we talk a lot about and really think about it from their perspective, it will make your gift giving a whole lot easier. 
And, you know, I'd like to not toot my own horn, but I'm going to, I give pretty good gifts. And I think it's because I do it from that perspective. I think to myself, what does that person want? How can I show them my love by the thing that I pick out or that I show them they were on my mind while I was shopping or whatever? Like my kids and family always like, well, what can we get you for your father's day and Christmas and your birthday? And I I don't want anything. I don't want anything. You want to get me some? Go to the grocery store. Get me a chocolate cake from a box with some fudge icing. Bake me that cake and put that fudge icing on it, and I will be the happiest guy in the world. And that's all it requires. Very simple. But that that really makes me happy. It's a cake to myself or just me. <laughs> it's a cake to yourself. Yeah, and I've actually seen that in action. I've seen your daughters bring over, you know, like a cake for your birthday, and it's like Randy's cake, and nobody gets the cake but Randy. But, you know, and you will share it, but it's just one of those things that it's nice to feel like it's yours. And the idea is to just make your significant other or whoever it is that you're giving a gift to, to feel really special and really cared for and really loved by that kind of thoughtfulness that you're putting into showing them that you care. And it doesn't have to be complicated. Now, I'll even go you one further. We talked about words of affirmation last week, and this week we're talking about gifts. If you buy someone a card and you write a little bit of a message in that card, well, now you have combined together words of affirmation and a gift in one. And that really can go a long way, especially if maybe those are two primary examples of a love language in your partner. We all have our own unique mixture, and it's important to know what yours is and what your partner's is, but it takes some practice, and it also takes, you know, being a little bit flexible as you're learning things, because I will hear from people sometimes like early in a relationship, and they might get frustrated if they feel like their partner is not quite understanding what they want or how they feel or what it is that's going to make them feel that love. And so I think it's also important to have a little bit of flexibility and understanding because gift giving is a bit complicated. It ties into that whole money thing. And a lot of people have some money stuff, you know, just some interesting feelings and, you know, experiences with money in their life. So that often gets kind of infused into the gift conversation, which is another reason it's important to try and use empathy and, and kind of understanding. Don't you have to write something on the inside of the card? You can't just give somebody a card and just like write your name. You have to write something on the inside of it. That's like some kind of unwritten rule somewhere. It could just say, I love you lots. It doesn't have to say a lot, right? You you can sometimes just give very small tokens of your affection to another person. And you you do want it to have some thought in it. And that's where it comes back to. It's the thought that counts because it really does. And the more you put thought into it, the more appreciated it's going to be. There's another piece that I want to mention, though, because I do sometimes hear from people that maybe the only time of year that they receive a gift of any kind from their significant other is either during the holidays or Valentine's Day, maybe birthday, maybe anniversary. If you put all of your eggs in that one basket, meaning you don't give little tokens throughout the year and you really save it all up for those like four potential important days, you're going to put a lot of pressure on yourself and it's going to feel maybe overwhelming because now you haven't really been doing small versions all along the way and it might start to compound itself. So that is something to think about rather than holding it all for this one occasion, could you find ways to give in a more continuous way without breaking the bank? That's kind of the goal of the whole thing. You absolutely can. It's the old saying, it's the little things, you know what I mean? And sometimes those little, just those little things that just say, hey, I'm thinking about you, 
really yep. mean a lot, you know, you don't have to spend absolutely. a lot of money. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. I, I want the love languages to feel easy and not complicated and to see that it really is possible to tap into them in a way that can make your partner feel very loved and cared for without being overly complex and causing you a lot of stress because that's not the goal that we're looking for, you know? Yeah, 100%. I hear you, man. Any likelihood that between now and next week, you might do an assessment? I'm going to do all the freaking assessments between now and then. You're going to do all of them in a week? All of them. Somehow I doubt this, but that's okay. In the meantime, if people want to poke at you to do the assessments, how can they find you if they want to follow along? At our cash comedy on the Instagrams. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> And if you do want to follow along with anything I've got going on, go to lindsaywalden.com. You're going to find links to all of the blogs, all of the past podcast episodes, a way to get my free relationship communication guide and all the info of how to work with me if you want to do that. If you are interested in following along with me on various social media platforms, you can find me on Facebook at Lindsay Walden Consulting. On Instagram and TikTok, it's at This Is Lindsay Walden. And on Pinterest, it's Therapy Thoughts. I do hope you keep living your best life and building the relationship of your dreams. And we will be back next week with more.